Hey, you guys, it's Ghosted Stories. This is Chelsea. This is Aaron. And we are coming to you live, pre-recorded, two weeks ago. We're coming to you from the past. On 420. It's very late at night. And, well, first of all, our illustrious guest is none other. None other? Da-da-da? Da-da-da? <laughs> this is a foreshadowing. <laughs> Listen, everybody strap in tonight. We don't know how this is going to go. Anyway, we have Meg Carbonell here. Yay. Hilarious comedian, writer, Hi. just wonderful person. Uh, it is 420 and we each uh, may or may not have ingested a little bit of weed oil on a cracker because we're classy. And we're just going to see where the night takes us. We're also dr- drinking Whispering Angel Rosé. Uh, I got a cat in my lap. A sign of the summer. A cat to my right, cat in my lap. <laughs> Meg's wearing a cat shirt, and we're ready to roll. Let's just, let's just dive right in. Hello? Is this real life? <laughs> so, Meg, how are you doing? <laughs> I don't know how we start these things, and this is number, like, 40. Is this your 40th episode? It's been an absurd amount of time. How many? It's like 20. It's like 30. It's like 30 or 31 or something like that. I was never good at math. Yeah. That's perfect. But not just because we're girls. No. Just because we're stupid. But we're not stupid because we're girls. We're just stupid girls. We're stupid. Unrelated to being a girl. Right. Um, Oh, shit. It's loud. Yeah. Don't don't chew M&Ms in the microphone. I was waiting for the Eminem shout out. I mean, you <laughs> shouted out Rosé. You <laughs> shouted out weed oil on a cracker, cats, cat sweaters. The star of this evening for me is the pretzel Eminem. Pretzel yeah, Eminem. Genius. Come coming in hot. Um, so Meg, mm-hmm. before we get into topical shit, just tell us something to- topical about yourself. We've been friends a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, stop laughing at me. Everything's fine. That's true. We've, We've been known each other a long time. Friends for from stand up for, for a good a good ten. Tanuki is staring at you, Aaron. What happened? What is going <laughs> on? I'm just looking at my hair. He is entranced by you. But uh, uh, wait. So you guys have been friends ten years. Tell me about when you guys first met. Oh, I don't. What know. What was happening? What was her life like? What do you think? I have no idea when we first met. What might it have been? A weird mic. It must have been an open mic. It may have been the mic that I ran with Mara. Oh my God, it was. Yes, how it absolutely was that. So I do remember I came, you hosted a mic with our friend Mara, now lives in LA. Definitely isn't listening to this, but shout out to Mara. (laughs) And um, I heard that it was a great mic. It was at, what was that fucking place? Kenny's Castaway. Kenny's Castaway in, in the village. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, you got to go to, like, the lighthouse, the lighthouse mic, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan Mara's lighthouse mic. So I just was, like, super new to comedy. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to check out the lighthouse mic. So I wasn't, like, on the list or whatever. I was just going to go to hang out. Um, and because m- m- I knew Mara, and then she introduced me to you. Or maybe I just met Mara that time, too. And then you guys were so welcoming and lovely. And then Mara was like, here, come sit with my friends. And she sat me with Amy Schumer. <laughs> Yes. She was like, be friends with my friends. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Good luck to you, Amy Schumer. <laughs> You're going to do great. I have a feeling. Let's hope it all works out. Let's hope it all works out for you since that Mike at Kenny's Castaway in 2008. <laughs> it was definitely 2008 because oh, that's wow. when I started doing stand-up. Yeah. Um, but should we get into some topical shit? Let's do it. Okay. So as you guys know, we've been listening. We're now just pulling topical shit out of a hat. 
a metaphorical hat, just my hand, of the stuff that you guys in the audience who came to Ghosted Live wrote on a card. So this is Ghosted Stories Roulette. Mm-hmm. Topical shit roulette. Am so I Meg, I'm picking? Yeah, pick yeah, whatever topical guest. shit. <laughs> okay. Drum roll, please. And whatever it is, we have to all make out. Oh, wait, that's another game. Okay. That's seven minutes in heaven. Yeah, but that's also Which, not really a game. That's just like everyone's making out. Not only is it out. not a game, it doesn't work on radio. <laughs> Kim Kardashian has ghosted the public. Oh. Parentheses what? since her Paris kidnapping. Oh. oh. God. Topical. And that did the cats just fall? Yep. Yes. Um, okay? But also she didn't because now she did a whole show about it that I purchased on iTunes for two ninety nine. Wait, what? Yeah. She did a show about being well, no, robbed in Paris? It was like Paris? an episode of her show where she did like, it was like Kanye apparently has a camera crew that follows him at all times and they just use like a VCR that I'm sure they borrowed from Belief, my father, because it was just <laughs> has to be a shoulder thing with a tape. And so the quality ain't great. And so he's just like, <laughs> why? And it, so anyway, so apparently it's supposed to be following. So it's using a lot of that footage because like obviously the show wasn't taping at the time. I don't know if that's obvious. I guess the show wasn't taping at the time. So they sure. don't have like the quality, the equality that we've mm. all come to know and love. Right. And then, so they spliced all that together. And then it's just like her coming home and then like telling members of her family what happened. Oh my God. But in a very like Kardashian way, which is like, they are like, I do love the Kardashians, so this is not, like, a dig. But I do feel like they've all had so much, like, Botox and are just on so many, like, zannies and painkillers that they're always just, like, you could say anything to them and they're just, like, yeah, well, that's wild. (laughs) just, like, (laughs) your sister was just, like, held at gunpoint, put in a bathtub and thought she was going to be raped and murdered. And they're, like, that seems tough. And it's, like crazy but none no part of your face moves we're right. like if that happened to somebody i was like tangentially related to i would start like a facebook group i would be crying all the time <laughs> it'd be the only thing i thought of yeah well really botox is just paying for all the emotion to leave your face forever right. mm-hmm. exactly so did she go to the public i mean i guess so but i think after like i do think i i thought it was cruel when right afterwards everyone was saying that it was like a setup because it's like they are fame whores, but like to say that someone would go through all of that—that's that. insane. And also, I don't—they don't manufacture like they definitely manufacture storylines and course. stuff, but they don't manufacture like giant. That like, would be life a events. fucking federal offense. To, I mean, like that mm-hmm. would be illegal to manufacture a story like that. Yeah, but if you're gonna get kidnapped, right? <laughs> <laughs> don't you want it to be in Paris? I guess so too. Don't you? <laughs> And then anytime anyone brings a Paris, you could be like, I had a really tough time in Paris. I don't always get kidnapped, but... Okay, wait. I like... <laughs> you went to the Eiffel Tower. I got kidnapped. <laughs> Whoever wrote that one, I like where your head was at, but I want to do like an actual relationship one. Oh, yeah, sure. Let's Listen, an, I could talk about... Card- this could turn into a Kardashian story. Let's but. do another one. I, yeah, and I'm all about the Kardashians, too. I kind of just want to do a relationship But I, I like I like that angle. Whoever wrote that one. Tanuki's glaring Okay, I just selected our second card which says your last sexual encounter oh written in traditional serial killer (laughs) (laughs) i mean that is that's what you find on a dismembered body yeah that's ted bundy realness What if what if what if your boyfriend Pat is like, oh yeah, that was mine. Yeah. <laughs> is that his handwriting? And I'd be like, yeah, was you. That's not his handwriting. No, that's real I wish scary. We could know. If we if you're listening and we read yours, 
I, I want you to tweet at us and, and claim it. Last sexual night. Well, mine's easy. Uh, just drunken, <laughs> drunken reunion with my fucking ex. When was that? What on Sunday? Oh, wait. We still, you guys had sex. We still had sex after that. Meg, we have a lot oh. of we have a lot of offlining. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we have a lot of offlining to do okay. to catch the public up. I'm gonna. You, I'm I gonna need a a pretzel M M&M and M for this. It's not so even worth it. Excuse me if you hear me chewing. Let me just do that. Still, you know, I feel like like. Aaron and I we were talking about I just more time needs to pass just to make sure I guess I don't keep drunkenly having sex with them I'm not going to but you know once a little more time has it's passed been four days so I think you have can make definitive statements it's uh, been days I, <laughs> there will definitely be a like Chelsea's last relationship ghosted stories special edition but um Kanye West uh video team is exactly. gonna change <laughs> Gonna be on iTunes Aaron's for, dad is for gonna, we're flying him in. Yeah, <laughs> and he'll uh, have it. We're putting him up. But yes, had a little. I've had. I, you know, there was a couple drunken oopsies since the breakup with my ex, which were regrettable. Uh, most of the time, so this was the first time, Meg, that it wasn't. There was a tradition that every time I had drunken relapse with my ex, it was late at night after I'd been hanging out with Meg. <gasps> And then what I a ha- bad influence you are. And then it's not her though. I think it's just I don't know. I think I, I just happen I to just be have pretty a blameable drunk face. <laughs> and then um, and then we hung out and I texted you the next day and said, you know, please congratulate me. I did not accidentally sleep with my ex last night. Mm-hmm. And then unfortunately, just I reversed the curse, which was then just I was sleeping with him without you being involved. I'm sorry. So really, I'm I'm, s- I'm not the common denominator. <laughs> the common denominator is just like. Do you feel a little betrayed by that fact, though? No, I feel liberated because I don't want to feel like the the friend you have to avoid. <laughs> Tanuki, get out of here. Uh, I'm fun, so I get when people so are fun. like, "Oh, fun equals bad ideas." And I'm like, "No, no, no, I'm just fun." Yeah, you made bad bad right. bad decisions. You made bad decisions on your own. I was only bringing the fun. Right. It's not your fault what other I people do with that fun. A once they're shot, lit up by that fun. Not your ex's penis. <laughs> you found you and not me. Uh, Where were own. you drinking that there were jello shots? I wasn't. Oh. That was theoretical. Oh. I was not saying I wouldn't. Metaphorical fun. Uh, okay. Okay. So yeah, that's my I don't know what other color to give it. Other I mean there can be for future times. It's, all of them are good anecdotes. Every drunken relapse with my ex is at least at the very least has made an extremely entertaining anecdote. So was Sunday was it Sunday fun day day drinking? It was Sun's out, buns out. Basically like <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, we'll get into it really quick. So basically <laughs> short story already long story short story already long. Um <laughs> short story, short story, short we story. Had a, we had a we had a non amicable breakup and then a couple drunken relapses and then it was sort of like, you know, I mean he obviously forever just no boundaries, like manipulative, like <laughs> and one of the one of the arguments then we ended up basically the night ended up we got in an argument because I told him he was manipulative. And he was like, What and I'm like, Well it's not like I don't think you have like a fucking homeland board at home, but it's like you're <laughs> you're <laughs> you, you, But the fact is you did something shitty and you're still continually as much as I'm like, this is over, give me space, still texting me, trying right. to get me back. At the very least, it's selfish. You can call totally. it whatever you want. However you want to contextualize it, you shouldn't. And then, yes, I'm, though, giving in because I'm in a bad place emotionally. So, yes, I'm making my own decisions. Anyways, 
basically it came to like, well, let's just, you know, I had a couple drunken like relapses where basically I would get super drunk and just like scream, cry at him. And then it was like, what if we just had like, and like a during the day sober, let's kind of talk it out and then go our separate ways for, I mean, you know, obviously we're never going to like not talking it for the rest of our lives probably, but you know, then like a nice detox separation, fucking draw the line. And I was like, sure, I'll go for a walk with you on Sunday. I'm free on Sunday. Let's go for a walk, whatever. And then he's like, can I get tickets to something that we could go to? Like, just like end it on something fun. I'm like, well, no, because that's a date. Then it's like we're just yeah. going on a date. That's a date. And that's also like I'm just picturing the snack box <laughs> <laughs> with like, you know, the hat with the two beers on either side and like the straws that come down into like, your mouth. Whee! Like tickets to what? Isn't the point that you're supposed to talk and like clear the air? Yeah. Right. It's like, let's go you see a go two hour drag show. brunch. Oh, Although I mean, if my ex t- asked me to drag I mean, brunch, I'd be like, does it sound we're so back bad? together? Yeah. Does it sound so bad? Well, here's, I'm I mean, just, nothing would be more fun or better. I'd love it. And I'm just like, I'm fucking, I'm complicit because I'm a bad, I was still in a bad place emotionally. And I think there's something about, it's like you want to validate your own choices. So it's like, he did something not good. Then we broke up. And, and of course there was a lot of anger and sadness, but then I feel like you get to a place where some part of you, it's like, you want to still make it be okay. Does, do you know what I mean? Like you want to still yes. somehow like mm-hmm. validate your own fucking choices and be like, well, let's just end on a good note. So this was not for mm-hmm. no, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So I was, you know, I was definitely still very like, well, you know, maybe it could make me feel better whatever. So I was like, well, you know, let's not do that. But then when, you know, push came to shove and time came around, it was sort of like, you know, I then made, cause he was like, well, what about this? Or what if we do this too? And I'm like, okay. So basically what you're proposing is like, it was Easter Sunday. Basically what you're proposing is like, you know, our relationship resurrected mm-hmm. one, you know, he, mm, that's we, deep. we have risen for one day and I was like, <laughs> fine, let's do this. So we turned, so I was like, so we got like food, took it to the park had eight of the park walked around for hours like talking cry. it was actually really really good like we had very good talk i felt good about closure it was sort of like reddit ama mm-hmm. like he was being honest i was being honest like it was just like well you know whatever a lot of good conversation and then we ended up he had gotten tickets he's like you know i did get tickets to something. which is like the most manipulative like it makes me that makes that part because makes me so mad but it just at this point it's sort of just comically like what are we like it's just like a fucking course this happened so we went he got tickets to the rangers playoffs game because when we had like i know i know are you serious yeah because we had had like a really like one of our really good dates is that we had been to a rangers game and and also there was like double meaning because we were supposed to go this weekend with aaron and and pat to montreal we had bought the tickets a couple days before we ended up breaking up so it was there. The Rangers are playing the Canucks. The yeah, the Montreal Canadiens. Do you know how jealous I am of this? Really, of our, of our thing? weird. I didn't know you were a high. You ate resident. food in the park, and then you're gonna go watch yeah. the fucking Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. yeah, and the Rangers. Yeah, in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and you don't want to date this dude. <laughs> there are other nine one seven eight four three. Nick, if you're listening to this right now. I will go. I will go to the playoffs. With I you. would love you. Guys. I don't know why Chelsea's being such a bitch. You but I will go. To the- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and then every time you hang out, you end up like drunkenly fucking him too. Well, let me. Uh, let me hook you guys I up. Mean, let me no, hook you guys up. No, 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 no. I was kidding about that. 
I'm not kidding about people taking me to the playoffs. Though, <laughs> if you're listening to this, I didn't know that and you, you want someone to, fan. I don't think I knew this. Should I've known this? I mean, I guess I don't talk about it. I had no idea. But yeah, if it makes you feel any better, we're sitting in like the literal last row. Not that I'm like, oh my, oh well, then never mind. <laughs> never mind. If I would have known, I would have been like, here. Only me. front rowers. I would have been like, this has been a me. nice time in the park. I'm gonna tap out. We're just gonna flip flop. Meg, tap me out. Tap <laughs> Meg in. Yes. Playing the part of Chelsea White tonight <laughs> will be. I would have understudied the shit out of that. Well, thank God I stayed because it turned out to be exactly what I figured would happen. And by the time we did have a, a, a very perfectly nice day together and time of the hockey game. But then we just inevitably, which I won't go into, just got into a stupid fight where I was like, this is why we aren't fucking together. Because you, you know, X, Y, Z, this is how you, you got are. into a fight You're at the playoffs after we were going back after and like we got into a fight. And I was just like, and I just, it was sort of like, Yes, thank you. Thank you for reminding me why mm-hmm. the fuck, like, this is not happening anymore. And then we were on my way back to my place. And then, you know, we got here and it's sort of like, I mean, I'm giving way too many details. I'm planning to go into it. But point being, we're here and it was sort of like, well, should I leave? I'm like, I don't fucking leave. You're here. I mean, at least let's fuck one last time. So then we, like, slept over and then and that was it. And I then hate we, when then people high Then we high fived. Should I leave? Because it's like, you know the answer right. because the answer <laughs> is another classic. either yes or no but i'm like you want me to say no your brain stay. came up with the question well, sure. yeah. you answer it it's another yeah, like, classic figure it out if i want you to stay or not by my like, ex yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just a it's very, very manipulative like, do you want me to leave it's like <sighs> anyway that was my last sexual encounter <laughs> when grown men try to like act like little boys get you to like to pity them oh, and i'm God. like i'm not i'm classic. not i'm not here classic. for this hmm. meg so you ate in the park and went to a, a Rangers playoffs game and then you had sex. Correct. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was your last sexual encounter. What about your My last sexual, sexual encounter was also on Easter Sunday. Really? Whoa. Yes. With a Montreal Christ Canadian? has risen. With a Canadian. Yes. <laughs> Not at the playoffs. Because... Whatever. That's <laughs> fine. Um, yeah. No, not at the playoffs. It was actually on a chair. Yeah. It was with a Canadian on a chair. I'm going to keep it really simple. <laughs> In the study. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. What's that game? Clue? Yeah. It was with a knife in the study. Um, on, with the, a Canadian. on a chair <laughs> with a Canadian. <laughs> That was my last encounter. That's great. Yeah. That's a good one. Aaron? What if I say not Pat? That would be such a reveal. <laughs> well. Does Pat listen to this? He does. Every, yeah, he does every episode. Which okay, is, so you so you can't like tell, tell the us truth. the real one. You can't yeah. tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was with Pat, but I don't, obviously, but I don't remember like what day. Like, it'd be great if it was Easter, but I don't think it was because his family came over and then I immediately, and then I think I like went to sleep early. I don't know. It's boring. What do you mean it's boring? Because well, it's G- you know what somebody wrote this on a card <laughs> for a reason. They wanted a little excitement in their life, so you gotta jazz it up. Your last sexual encounter was with Pat. Yeah. Sometime yeah. this week. Yeah. No, on a map were your Canada. eyes open? Were you half asleep? Were like my eyes open? Yeah. Was it was it were in a bed? Was, was it at Forever Twenty One? Like we want to know. 
forever 21 no it was in bed so pat and i as like a big reveal i guess on the podcast <gasps> we don't sleep in the same bedroom we've talked about that before okay well so not so much a reveal if you're an you active listener but if this is your okay. first episode this is a reveal because pat is a huge snore and what would happen is like every morning we would wake up and we would want to kill each other for the first hour that we were awake. Right. Yes. Because like neither of us could sleep mm-hmm. and it was horrible. And then finally we were like, oh, we live in a two bedroom. And then he would just go to bed in the other room. Right. And honestly, our relationship has never been better since that started. So I think it's fantastic. And normally you don't start sleeping in different rooms from your significant other until you're like an old person right but we're like let's just i don't think that's true i actually i have some friends who do that too yeah like in just boyfriend girlfriend scenarios or engaged or like newlyweds they're just like i love you but when it comes to you as a sleeper no you're my you are my worst enemy exactly (laughs) well i remember in the middle of the night i remember one time i woke up and I had my, I was awake, but I was in that weird dream state. He was snoring and I plugged his nose with my fingers and then I put the palm of my hand over his mouth and then he <laughs> woke up he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. Trying to kill you. <laughs> I was trying Sorry. to I kill think him. It's fairly <laughs> obvious. I was trying to murder you because I couldn't Gently end your life <laughs> out, of, out of love. I couldn't do this anymore. So anyway, uh, all that to say, so he, so it's actually adorable in that he, so I go to bed earlier than he does. He stays up to like two. I go to bed at like oh, wow. 10. Okay. Um, and so he always like puts me to sleep. And so like Cute. he'll lay down next to me and we like do the pillow talk thing. And then like he leaves. That's the cutest thing That's I've ever really heard. Does <laughs> he like tuck you in? He tucks me oh, in. I love it. And it's Wait, so Pat texts you in, and you're going to fucking playoffs game. What am I? What am I doing? You had the chair sex. I did have the, yeah, it. Was, the and it was sex. it was really good. Yeah. I'm not going to complain. So, um, so I think sometimes at night he'll be like he'll start asking for more goodnight kisses, and then I'm like, oh, he like he wants to bang, and sometimes I'm just like, no, <laughs> or I'm just like, all right, goodnight. And I just try to like hide my face. Um, and then sometimes I'm like, all right, let's go for it. So I think it was just like, I was just like, oh yeah, let's go for it. Like I've been right. to it. And, let, and then we had sex. All right. That's fair. That's it. That's very loving though. That's like long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. He's tucking you in and like patting your hair. And then that evolves into sex. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. That's I'm happy that yeah, because I we I'm like oddly self conscious about us not sleeping in the same bedroom, and then sometimes That's I do lie to people about it if I don't know them well because I, I'm just like I don't want you thinking that we are having well, a bad relationship. Society has so many weird, fucking meaningless, like bizarre, nonsensical stigmas that are like yeah. it just it's not what it, you're actually doing is that people just forget about logic. Most yeah. humans forget about logic. I it's mean, like so many of the things and the rituals and the societal norms we have are based on, on on nothing. And then when you're like, oh, wait, why are we actually doing this? Why isn't this way? Fine. It's like, uh, oh, right, it is. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, you're both unconscious. Right. right. The entire time. It's like couples who work out together. It's like, just fucking take a break. Right. 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 Exactly. From each other. Right. Like, do you really need to do this thing together? Right. This should be 
just your you time. Mm-hmm. Right. The only bummer about that is if you want to have sex in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. honestly, we were together for so long before we came across this brilliant plan. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't know if we ever did. Yeah, that's like new, that's like new relationship thing. Exactly. Stuff. Completely. That's like, like when you don't live together and you're like, all right, we got t- fucking 12 hours to hang out. Yeah. Let's I'm though, make the most of it. I am a big cuddler. I like to like co-sleep. I like to cuddle. I like to be touching the other person. I will say. And Seth, though, I would not know what it would be like if someone was a big snorer. Yeah. I mean, we that cuddle be before we hard. go to sleep. That would be hard. And then he'll. When he you're aware of it and conscious. Which yeah. Which makes sense. Right. Yeah. But when we would sleep. Because like, like also like we're going on vacation this weekend. Obviously, we're sleeping in the same bed the entire. We don't right. get two hotel rooms. Right. But like. Right. Yeah. But we won't cuddle in the night. We'll just be like our own thing. Right. Uh, I sleep like a dead person. Yeah. Like I, I sleep on my back <laughs> like Dracula, my arms across my chest. I'm not kidding. Back sleep is supposed to be like the best way. Yes. Th- that way that you're describing is supposed to be like actually the best Wait, with your, physiological Your arms crossed in front yes. of you. Why? Yep. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Google it. You could fit six other people <laughs> in my bed because I don't, I sleep like right on the edge me too. Oh, like I'm a, always on the edge. Like I'm in a coffin. <laughs> so there's room, but it's just me and my bulldog. He takes up most <laughs> of the room and then it's Dracula. So I don't necessarily need, I don't think I need to sleep next to somebody. Really? Yeah. All right. Should All we right. get into your ghost story? We might as well. It's been three hours so far. Like I'm so. I'm. I want to apologize to the person who asked for a sexual encounter. I think he was looking for really steamy stories. They wanted like a romance novel. First, we want the audience to know. Um, in case they don't have internet access right now or are too lazy to Google you, who would play you in the movie about your life? Melania Trump. doing a terrible upstate new york accent can you imagine like oh my god <laughs> no. i'm kidding um you, no um i mean i'm gonna have I, to go with kathy and jimmy oh i mean right you're, why you're, that's who everyone always she's like a she's like a thin beautiful kathy and jimmy i mean i love kathy and i jimmy. do too fantastic, so and if someone's gonna play me i want them to be Fantastic. A vivacious, funny person, not a fucking Melania Trump. Yeah. All right. Um, I like that. <laughs> so, not a venerable sex slave. Yeah. What's an also before you go to the story, give, I don't think she's a sex slave, but I mean debatable. She, uh tell everybody what the you know, give them context for your story. So tell them like the brief history of your dating life like are you in a lot of relationships are you like how you know no so I guess all of my 20s pretty much I was I was with somebody for four years and then I was with someone for like two years so you're a relationship person well yes but I I've been single for a few years no like I've been single for I'm looking at Aaron I know (laughs) like she knows I don't know um I don't know all right, like two years. What is what? Were, two, what was your years? state though? Like when the ghosting happened? Well, I, like I've been thinking about the ghosting thing 
today because <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I'm going on this podcast. I have to talk about being ghosted, but I need like a working definition. Like you mean when you text somebody and they don't text you back. Yeah, I mean, right? that's what it depends. But I mean, it can, it's really open well, to interpretation. That's more or less loose with our definitions here. That's yeah. more or less when we millennials speak, you've gone on at least a date. Right. You text somebody, hey, nothing. Right. And they don't text you back. That's ghosting. Right. right. And I mean, and, and it could it could go fr- it could go from there to like years. left you at the altar. Ghosting, exactly. Which, Absolutely. Right. 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 And we would argue. I mean, that's like a stage nine. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's, a that's a that's a five. That's a F five on the Richter scale. Yes, it is. No, I'm I'm mixing like hurricanes and, and earthquakes. Tornadoes. And, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we're not well versed in either one, so we we're not that. meteorologists. Yeah, we're not scientists. But it's not because we're women. It's because we're it's not because we're stupid. It's because we're women. And we're stupid, <laughs> not because we're women. <laughs> But like, you know, after a date or two, I mean, that's a pretty, it's like, it's like barely ghosting. It technically qualifies, but you know, it's like a gray area. It's a soft ghost. It's a soft ghost. And then I'd say like, you know, three dates and onward gets a little more. Yeah. What's your making future plans with somebody and then they stop speaking to you? I think that's when it's like a true ghosting. Right. Up to leaving you at the altar, obviously. Right. Up to and including. Mm -hmm. I've only been left at the altar in my dreams. (laughs) Have you had dreams of being left? No, 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 no. But I have this recurring dream where I'm pregnant and I'm like waitressing my own baby shower. No. (laughs) So you like what does it mean? Opening presents and taking drink orders? Oh, I'm not opening presents. (laughs) I'm getting bitches drinks, (laughs) and I'm like three months pregnant, and my mom's like, "Just sit down." I'm like, "I can't." That is so. That's hilarious. I want I someone one, to analyze that dream. dream. What does that mean? I know one, one of the dreams. My baby daddy was there. We weren't together. Was he someone in real life, or you just knew he was no, a baby daddy no, in no. a dream? He, yeah, he's just like just baby a, daddy of dreams. Some figment of my sure. subconscious's uh, imagination. He uh, was there. We weren't together. And he came with a date to my baby shower that I was waitressing. <laughs> And I was like getting him and his date drinks at my <laughs> baby. I was like with a tray, like serving them. And he was like, oh, do you need any help? I was like, no, 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 don't get up. I'm good. Everything's cool. <laughs> I was just being like way too accommodating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was a fun tangent. That's so fun. So. Your ghosting story. My ghosting story. Do parents count? Ooh. For for ghosting? Yeah, let's do it. Let's yeah. story. Let's go for it. We love family stuff. This has been a family friendly show so far, I think. Yeah. I mean, no. it's it's not really that elect because yeah, dating wise, I think that I've been fairly lucky. I've also been, I think uh I've also been polite. I'm a polite person to date. Right. Um, I don't have a problem. Actually, I remember when ghosting first became a thing, and I remember talking about it with y- with Chelsea a few years ago, really? and being like, oh, "That's so rude." Mm-hmm. I, I like, mean, it is. I like this is just another example of why <laughs> our, you know, right. like generation is just so overprivileged and right. blah blah blah. Because to me, I was like, well. 
the only reason to ghost somebody is if they're fucking crazy. Right, right, right. Then you have if to. you're like self preservation, you are too crazy for the truth, or <laughs> you're too crazy to just like mm-hmm. hear real adult things, which is. I had a nice time with you, but I, you know, we're not going to be. The, yeah, I don't feel my my like go to line is like I feel more of a friend vibe. That's what I always say, right? Because and I and I don't even think that that is um, disingenuous because sure we've talked about this before. Like yeah, I think Chelsea and I are similar in that, and you probably are too. Like we're all personable people. Right. You, I mean, right. you've been with somebody for six years, so you haven't been on a date. In with three, four years. With anyone other than Pat. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Right. But, like, you can hang out with people. Exactly. You can go out with people, and you're going to have a good time right. in that. Like, you're going to find some way, some common, common ground, ground, and it's going to be fine. But right. it's like, that's not what I don't. You I'm can't build look, a relationship on I'm not looking for another that. friend right. or a yeah. person. Yeah. Right. So it's like, yeah, we had a fine time. But you're a friend. Exactly. I feel a friend vibe. Exactly. I don't. We can make other people feel comfortable. And then they're yeah. like, yes. oh. And it's like, no, I just can make it. But I didn't realize that was such a skill or such a rare skill until one time one of Pat's friend, Pat was telling me like he had gone over his friend's house and he was talking to like his friend's girlfriend about me for some reason. And she was like, well, he talks about you. All the time. That's nice. But he was like, uh, she was like, oh, and I guess this is tooting my own horn, but I love it. And she was like, <laughs> the thing is about Aaron, he's like, you know, she can always just like talk about anything. Like I can bring up like coats and then she'll just like talk to me about coats. And like, it's just like so straight. Like she always has like something to say and an opinion and she's always like talking and, and she always makes me comfortable and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, honey, that's called being a conversationalist like I didn't go into that evening being like I hope I get a 15 minute talk about coats but like here we are and that's what I'll do because that seems to be what you want to talk about like, but, like people don't understand but, but people, that that's a like lot being a conversationalist aren't. a lot of people it's, aren't good at being at blows being my friendly mind and sometimes I know yeah, where I'm like no honey we're just like at a birthday party and we met three minutes ago so right. we're just going to talk like real surface level right mm-hmm. but, oh, but then a lot people, of people those people and then they just immediately yeah. want to tell you about like Here's the thing. My brother killed himself. And it's like, what? Right. Like, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. to do with right. that information. Yeah. Then you right. get the opener uppers. Yeah. Right. And they're like, we're best friends for the whole night. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. no. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, you guys didn't know you're a Taurus. No, I'm an Aries. Fuck. <gasps> you're a fire sign like me. I'm a Leo. You're a Leo. Yes. A lot of my friends are Aries and um, Sag, my fire sign sisters. Oh, yeah. But not you, Chelsea. What are you? I'm a Libra. So I get along with everybody. You too. Oh, everybody. You're very yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, being if you are a personable human, then I think you know you can you can make people feel comfortable, right? Which can, as we've talked about, be Le- problematic. Legion, it can backfire because right. then Cause someone's then like, oh, like, "Oh, you like me?" It's like, no, does just I'm just. Being, I can being talk a person, to. I'm just. I can talk to people. Being a friendly human. Right, right, right. I and then I think it's tough for guys too because they're in a vulnerable place too. And if they're not somebody who like has people actively making them comfortable, then they're like, "Oh, this comfort I feel is love." And you're like, "No, that's right. just yeah, right. comfort. Exactly. And it's not going to be love." But I'm a big proponent of 
telling people the truth too or like i don't think you should tell somebody that you want to be friends with them if you don't want to be friends with them you know what i mean yeah but there's no there's no other way and just saying, I, I don't I'm think it's a night- friend vibe you're not saying like so let's have coffee next yeah week. yeah, yeah. But, right. i'm feeling a friend vibe means i, I think i view you. you as a friend not i want to be friends what are you doing tomorrow let's right. throw a frisbee in the park right. and don't touch my vagina that's <laughs> not what right. i'm saying right right but it's like chances are if i went on one date with you mm-hmm. there was enough of something for me to feel like i could have a date with you right. so yeah i probably felt a friend vibe at least even to agree to right. go out with you right okay right. right i mean no you could be right aaron maybe i should phrase things differently. well i think if if you're with if the person that you're saying that to understands what the actual meaning of that is which is like i'm done with well, it most, i think like, most straight males yeah, are not like nice. oh yeah let's be friends yeah, they're yeah. like fuck that i've never had a guy that i've said something to that effect to everyone's like yeah i'm good like that, that's I think like you, that's you an have obvious a, turned out like no yeah. guy is like yeah we should be friends like yeah. i feel like most guys are i'm not a fit but yeah they're like okay like i i got you no, that's like, good. Yeah, yeah. But I think every once in a while there was they're like the nice guys who are like, okay, so we'll be friends and I'll just like lay in wait until she wants to fuck me. Right. I feel like that's but more that if it's someone in your life. Yes. I think that's yeah. more of that someone in your life. I think when you like met someone on Bumble and then go out the ones and you're like, oh, I'm feeling front vibe. They're like, peace. All right. No, that's cool. But I think I agree with you that if it's more like someone who's in your stratosphere and you can encounter each other and maybe they've mm-hmm. known you a while and had a thing for you and right. you're like i just want to be friends then yes that's weird territory maybe of like yeah unless you're like i mean i don't know no i agree i think clearly if you meet somebody on a dating app it's like well we're trying right to date people so if i'm saying and if you're right. saying this is a friend thing right like or I feel on. friendly towards you. Right. Then it's over. It's right. We're not going to spend time as friends. We're right. not going to spend time, period. Right. Anyway, so you're What ghosting. is your ghosted story? <laughs> you wouldn't be the first family ghosting because we had Clayton on. Who talked about ghosting his, his sister. sister? He did? Yeah. That sounds so not Clayton. Which is, uh, that's my new <laughs> podcast for all the <laughs> listeners. It's called So Not Clayton. <laughs> anyway, so your ghosted story, though. But it's not a dating story. It's not a dating story. I got ghosted by my dad. No. <laughs> is this going to be your darkest episode? <laughs> how like, do I, this is my how only, do I the only dude. And I know this sounds really fucking queenie in 2017. But as I said, I spend most of my 20s in a relationship or in, you know, two relationships. I just turned 32. So I have never been ghosted by a dude other than my dad. <laughs> oh. Wait, so tell us the story then. So when know. did you meet him? <laughs> <laughs> we met on Bumble. Whoa. <laughs> That's so you imagine if you met your dad on Bumble. <laughs> uh, oh, that'd be horrible. Scrub my date. eyes out. You're like, wait, no, that's where I'm from there. No. Yeah. Dad? God, you look familiar. I oh. live at 84 Sycamore Lane. <laughs> oh, you're me. Oh. <laughs> but wait, start your story while I get us more wine. <gasps> okay. Oh my God, that's going to be too much wine. We need a whole new bottle of wine for my ghost Do you want to tell the whole story or is it like too yeah. traumatic? It's not too traumatic. All right. You know, I think you maybe this will be... I just want to be the only... Um, parental ghosts you are (laughs) so far you are 
Ding, ding, ding. Is there going to be like a balloon drop and a, like a yeah. giant check that comes out? <laughs> I just can't. your father's love is what's written on the plate. <laughs> wow. Aaron, I- going in. <laughs> I can't believe Meg. Is this something I'm that's happening? That was horrible. That was not a good joke. And I take no, it back. No, it was so good. <laughs> is this been recent or a while ago that I just can't believe I did not know this is something that's happened in your life? But has it been like more recent years? This or? is not recent. How did I? Okay, well, I'm a terrible friend. Go on. So what happened? Chelsea's a terrible friend. You that's another pa- podcast I'm starting. <laughs> that's the name of it. Oh, your podcast all, is so vindictive. <laughs> they're all part. No, they're all part they're of our podcast. They're revenge podcasts. <laughs> They're on the Revenge Podcast yeah. Network. It's Meg Look it up. It's in Vogue. Revenge <laughs> Podcast Network. It's all the rage. It's uh, That's So Clayton. Or no. What was that? <laughs> that's, so Clayton. that's So Clayton. He was like that. Was yeah, that like, that he's going to be like so Clayton. flattered. We've talked about that's him a so lot. That's So Clayton. It's, it's uh, We Hate Chelsea. I forget the names of them already. Guys, I'm so high. Are you? I'm not really that high. I thought I was going to be. Uh, okay, so like you were born, and then your dad was, was like, bye. No, no. <laughs> the more that we try to guess what happened, just the worse people we are. The more you are. guys just fucking, just like, baseball bat me <laughs> at the knee. <laughs> Hang on, it's I gotta... A, it's a kneecap. I'm gonna text my ex really quick. Something, <laughs> something about you being here is just putting me in a moment. All right, so... Wait, what are you gonna text him? I'm not gonna text him, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> She, she sees my face and she's like, how do oh, I make this worse yeah, yeah. for me? I forgot of that call back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happened? What happened? I'm going to make Pat come pick me up and tuck me in because I can't be here. Right you happened? need to be. Everyone needs to be tucked in tonight after I tell you this story. Give me your wine glass. Okay, let's go. Okay, go. So, no, I, my, <laughs> I grew up with my dad and my mom and my brother and my sister in a house Ooh. in the woods in upstate New York. So far, I don't know if this checks out. <laughs> um, my parents got divorced. Uh, let's see, my, my junior year of high school. And it didn't really go well. Did they get divorced? Was there like... I mean, I guess don't answer anything you don't want to answer. But like, was it like they just grew apart or was it like a thing? They had a rocky relationship for a long time. Actually, my first memory was like, why are these two people together? (laughs) (laughs) One of my first memories was just like, I love this wild strawberry patch in our front yard. And I just want to sit in it. (laughs) Just bare butt. In the, <laughs> this feels so good, and I love strawberries. Second thought: Why are these two? <laughs> 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 also, like your mind plays tricks on you, and who knows how like neurology and memories sure. work. But that's what I've landed on in terms of my two first like memories. So, so it. that being said, I don't. I think that they had a rocky relationship. I don't. I think that they were not were not well suited for each other. Got it. Mm-hmm. But I think that they had a fiery passion for oh, each sure. other. Oh, sure. So, um, they, but they, I mean, you know, they had three kids and they were together for 20 plus years. Um, <clears throat> they got divorced and my mom handled it really well and my dad just didn't. Mm. How old were you when they got divorced? 16. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my mom was, she was very 
sweet and generous about everything. She was like, I'm going to give you six months to like move out and, you know, find a. Yeah. So it was more, she was the one who ultimately pulled the trigger, I would gather. Yes. Yeah. She was like, yeah. Yes. My dad cheated on my mom. Got it. Got it. I mean, I, I say that uh, that is a thing that happened, but I also say that like, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, yeah, it's not like they had this amazing marriage and then that happened. Like they, they were, you know, there were other, right pit stops along the way where it was like sure maybe we're not gonna stay together and you know like when i was in eighth grade they sat us down like okay we're not gonna we're gonna get a divorce right and then they ended up calling it so sure they had a rocky marriage unfortunately that's that was like the nail in the coffin there would have been another one right right. probably it was inevitable sort of yes right although even that is up in the air because i think they were both kind of like Maybe we're out of the woods, you know? Uh, got it. Right. Um, but so they, yeah. So that happened. And my mom is a psychiatrist and she put two and two together and she was really sweet about it. Like, you know, I going to give you time to, you know, find another place to live and you can stay in the house for six months mm-hmm. in the same house. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it was so weird, like trying to have family dinners together, and it was just a very weird time. But anyways, he ended up moving out, getting another place, and uh, stayed with the woman he had an affair with, which in a way, to me, like, was very reassuring it was was like oh okay like you weren't there was something you weren't emotionally getting from your marriage and you and you found something sure in this woman and so that's superhuman to be like i need to be loved and i found love and so he continued to date this woman long distance and you know because he wasn't living in the house and we were away at school, my brother, my sister, and I, our time with him was very limited. Right. And this woman knew that. So the sort of nail in the coffin was, like, the few times that my sister, my brother, and I would go to hang out with him, she would call and sort of, like, take over the visit. Oh. Yeah. God. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. <clears throat> So I went away to school and I was home for like Thanksgiving break. My sister. Did you go far away from home? No, I, I went to Marymount, Manhattan in the city. Okay. Um, and so my sister and I went to visit him literally for, you know, an afternoon. We, we mm-hmm. weren't spending Thanksgiving with him. But um, we were there for maybe like 15 minutes and his girlfriend called. And it was such a creepy, sad situation. Like, well, first of all, he had like cards and photos of her up everywhere in the apartment. And part of me was like, well, I want to be like supportive. Right. And another part of me was like, well, you like cheated on our mom with this woman. And like, this is, this is the thing that like dismantled your life. (laughs) Maybe you want to take these down for like when we're over, you know? Or just like give us time, like give us a yeah, year give us or a second. two, like give us a yeah, little yeah. second to get used to this. Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't like, hey, everybody, 
I'm in a relationship. This is a legitimate thing. Uh, you know, right. Right. this is this person and her, you know, meeting her and trying to make amends. And it wasn't that at all. It was like this very secretive. Right. Even weird after the divorce. Yes. Here, but we're not talking about it. Yeah. That's awful. That's. Yeah. yeah. So visiting my dad, this woman calls, they get on the phone and he's like, yeah, the girls are here. It's great to see them. How are you? There's like a long pause and he's like, yeah, they look great. You know, everybody looks great. You know, it's good to see Mel and like Meg looks beautiful. Long pause. They look great. That's yeah. odd. Or is it? He was, is it he was just a, like, they are great. And like, oh, okay. It's nice to see the girls and like, they look beautiful. Okay. Like he said something like, you know, Melissa looks great. Like Mel, Meg looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there was a long pause. And he's like, well, no, you're, you're, you're beautiful. Oh my God. I'm 19. Oh, and I'm and his, his daughter. His youngest daughter. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. This spirals into a fight with them on the phone. No, you're the most beautiful. No. <gasps> I, yeah. And so they, they, my dad leaves the room, goes into his bedroom, closes the door, is on the phone with this crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah. God. And, and, we're like, we never, you know, we don't see you very often. Like, I was just, I was 19, completely confused and out right. of my element. I mean, and I'm like 32 and I'm very confused. Right <laughs> yeah. I was just like, well, I don't know what just happened. Like, I'm right. And there's nothing like, I, I probably had like a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt on <laughs> and like a dirty ponytail. Like, yeah. I'm sure I didn't look beautiful. Also, sweetie, I'm not a threat to you. I'm like, I'm his that's daughter. The dis- that's the disgusting part where it's like a father should also always think his daughters are like the most beautiful women in the world. Whatever. Absolutely. That's fine. Right. But it's well, what's sad too is like my dad was, n- I think that's the only time he said that. Oh, too. It's like, he wasn't like a emotive loving. He, right. he was just like, at that point in his life, he was so fragile and yeah, so vulnerable right. that for him, t- he was just like, yeah. my girls are here and I'm, I'm, you know, like I've fucking lost everything. Right. Like my house, my wife. Right. He was just happy. And now that. I'm like, it's, you know, it's a holiday yeah. and my girls came to see me yeah. in this shitty apartment oh, by right. myself. Right. Yeah. And now I'm in a fight with my crazy girlfriend right. who feels, yeah. Right. That's horrible. I'm yeah. gonna cry. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. So my sister is older and uh-huh. she's mama bear. And she's like, how old would she been at this time? Like 22? 22, yeah. She's getting mad. Oh, yes. She's already mad about mm. the... She's like, okay, dad's on the phone with his girlfriend, and we're here to see him. She's knocking on the door, knocking on the door. I'll, be, I'll just be a minute. He's like holding the phone, opens the door. I'm just going to be a minute. He's trying to wrap up with his girlfriend. You know, in hindsight, I'm like, okay, well, we're this is all he has right now, his girlfriend. So, so in a way it's mm. like, she's a part of his daily life. We're away at college. Like, of course he's trying to salvage. Right. <clears throat> right. Yeah, this sure. relationship, especially if it's like, if this is the relationship that like took down your marriage, yeah, like, of course like you gotta, yeah. like you were saying, like, <coughs> what like was the point of it? Yeah. Validate your choices. Like, what was the point of all of this? Like if this ends too, right. then it was all for naught. And right. so, right. So he's, trying to make amends with her and clearly 
choosing her in this moment right over us and my sister was like we're like if you don't get off the phone we're leaving and he's like just another minute just another minute and she was just like all right get you know get your shit we're out of here wow and he like kind of came after us he was still on the phone with her but like opened the door while we were leaving and she was just like bye that's the last time you ever saw him for five years whoa would he call so, or text or anything or he was just like so hurt he like never, what was the situation did post he reach out ever no Mm-mm. wow he did not reach out so what happened five years after that yeah so <clears throat> i mean i guess it was it was weird for me because i was just like i don't know what's going on i'm 19 right. you know I like strawberries and glitter and RuPaul. (laughs) I don't know what's, you know, like my sister's really mad. My dad's talking to this woman. Like, I don't really know what just happened. I guess that was an altercation. Right. My sister's trying to protect me. Sure. But I did not say or do anything in that situation. I didn't say anything to my dad. I didn't, you know. Right. It really felt like it was between my dad and my sister and I was just there okay sort of so it was confusing to not have him at, like around but did or reach out to, did he reach out to your brother yeah not like in a healthy way not like hey let's talk about what happened with your mm-hmm. sisters and just like my brother my brother reached out to him and, and they would spend time together. Yeah. But yeah. Did you ever want to reach out to him or did you feel like you shouldn't or did you feel like? Um, my sister was like, you know, he's the, he's the adult. Like, well, a hundred percent. Yeah. He's in the wrong. Right. Right. And it's, like his job to make this right right she wasn't like don't right. talk to him or don't right. there was no she was just like you yeah. like you deserve better yeah. basically and i deserve better and yeah. i was like yeah i mean i i honestly i was just like oh that was a little weird thing that happened and i'm sure that he's gonna call me right to talk about it or if not to talk about it just like hey how are you? What's right. going on? Are you coming home for Christmas break? Or like, I'm sorry about what happened. What happened. Or, or not, or maybe not, maybe not even like, I'm sorry about what happened. Just yeah. like. Pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. How are you? What's going on? Yeah. Nothing. That's so strange. It what was did so strange. What did Because she must have had feelings about it, I'm sure. I mean, my mom was just like. you know because she's a psychiatrist she deals with patients all the time who are going through divorces or like children of divorce or you know so she really did a fantastic job of being like your relationship with your dad is between you and your dad and that and you know i'm not here to like 
counsel you on it. But it was a very weird, like when I think about being, I was like, oh, he's going to call, like he's going to call me. And then just like more and more time passed. And I was like, this is so weird. Like, even if, even if he feels so incredibly embarrassed about his own behavior, but it's like that's all he has to do is pretend he nothing happened, right? Right, and just be like, "Hey, I'm your dad. How are you? What's going on?" Right. So, yeah. So what did happen? Like, I would have been cool with that five years later. Do you? Wait, I have another question. Oh, did you ever? I mean, so as more and more time passed, it wasn't. It, you were just like still always in the camp of like what to what your sister had said like if he wants to reach out did you ever want to reach out and didn't and like had to stop yourself I felt like he it was clear you know when I mean you're probably going through this right now because you're going through a breakup where you love somebody but you're like you're a toxic person Mm -hmm. in a perfect world I could have you in my life but Right. You're a toxic person. Right. So you knew to some, you were, yeah. You I was cognizant of that to some I extent. I was cognizant of that, and I also felt like, well, you're my dad. Like right. you, even if you like stole all my money and told my car and like right. just just annihilated my life, you're my dad. You would still be like, hey, how are, you would still right. try you would still try to reach right. out right. even if not to apologize just to be like yeah here i'm fin- right. we're family you know what i mean <laughs> right. so, but he really felt like he really felt like a guy who stopped calling he's right. the only guy right. that i've all, i've ever felt like yeah this is just somebody who should care about me and just doesn't yeah so what happened after 5 years so our good friend Carl, who's like our brother, um, <clears throat> he grew up across the street, and his dad, his parents, and my parents were good friends. We'd spend holidays together, so they they're really like a, a surrogate family. His dad died. Oh jeez. On my birthday. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, so I went to the funeral, and my dad went to the funeral. And so that that's the first time I saw my dad in front of the oh of gosh. yeah, of Paul's casket and it was so it was just such a weird. It was just like, "Oh yeah, like this is what happens when you don't like talk to your parents for a while. Like eventually someone dies. Someone dies." <laughs> yeah. How did you come to talk then? Or like did he approach you or I think in a way it was like a, a good setting especially for for him in that he didn't have to talk about his feelings. Right. <laughs> it was sure. like, oh, we can, t-, you know, he was just like, it was already a somber, it was like a somber, obviously, mm-hmm. setting. You know, it would be hard if we tried to like meet up at a carnival, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, right. like holding right. cotton candy, yeah. like, hey, let's pretend we haven't not, we haven't talked for five years. Right, right, right. It was like everybody was already down and somber and it was sort of like a a good like hey we're all here and we're still alive and right 
he invited, he was just like, if you girls are here for the weekend, I'd love to have lunch with you. We went out for lunch and it was just like baby steps from there. We went out to lunch and then we, um, maybe talked once on the phone and then we met his wife. He got like in the five years, he like met someone else and oh, got wow. like remarried. And oh, that's fantastic. But that's also strange. Did you, f- how did you feel when you heard that he had got married again? Or you must've known. I heard through the grapevine. Yeah. That's so strange. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh, if anything, I thought it was more strange for her. Like I wondered, did she say, I wondered what she thought. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, I met this man and he was married and he had three children and where I met his they? son, but where are his two daughters? Right. Like they both live in New York state. Like mm-hmm. where are they? So, so how did that go then with like, you're in contact with your brother and you're in contact with your mom. And when they not talk to like, would they talk to him ab- to you and say like, Oh yeah. You know, like would your brother say like, Oh yeah, I saw dad. Like, was there anything like well, that? Or would your I, mom be like, oh, your dad's doing okay? Or were they just not in communication? My dad and my mom did not. They were not really on speaking terms. Um, not out of, like, anything malicious. It's sure. just, like... We got to they weren't like, checking in every to, few months. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, my brother was definitely... He put himself in the middle, in a sense. Because, as I said, I think there was that period for my dad where it's just, like, he, you're just a destructive person. Yeah. Like. I love you, but I love me more. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just... That yeah. said, like, had my dad called me, emailed me, texted me, I would have absolutely sure. right. written back. I wasn't... Right. I had no intention of not... You just weren't going to, like, talking to him for five yeah. years. Like, right. that was never right. my right. plan. Right. Mm-hmm. I also didn't... It wasn't, a, like, a competition. Right. I wasn't course. like, oh, a year's gone by. Like, well... Let's see if he calls me. I really felt like, well, don't you want to call me? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. aren't you, don't you want to know what's going on with right. me? Yeah. I also felt like I don't really want to go back for more of yeah. what that was. That's true. And so did, has he ever spoken to you about it? Are you still in communication right now? Yes. Yeah, so, so Carl's dad died. We go to the funeral. We start, you know, the th- my brother, my sister, and I had lunch with him, and then, yeah, we just started like hanging out and talking. No, we never talked about it. Wow. Have you ever wanted to? Um. <sighs> it's not something that I think about. I guess because for me, it's very. It feels a little bit like. Feels w- like we've closed that. Chapter a little bit water wine. under the bridge, yeah. and I, and I've drawn my own conclusions, which is like he was just in a bad way. Yeah. And I think he's probably not proud of that chapter of, of like, like, hey, I chose this woman over everything. Right. So. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think that we could talk about it. I just don't know. What, it's it one of those br- things what, what would like be the outcome? What would you? What would be the yeah. desired outcome? I I just don't. I would not want to see my dad cry, and I feel like that's <laughs> what would happen. I mean, it's happened like once or twice where we're talking, and it's like, oh yeah, I went to this thing or did this thing, and he's like, oh when was that? And it's like, oh that was the period where we didn't know each other. <laughs> that was those at all. Year. Yeah. 
there's right. just this like five year period of just because it's not like my brother was like you know reporting back to him mm-hmm. he was really just like i for some my reason, girls live in New York State, and right. they're in school, and right. that's that's all I know. Right, right. Ooh, Miranda, did, I don't know what she just did. She like made. Is it still recording? Okay, probably. Um, I think the element that makes it especially just sort of uh, interesting is that he was. No matter what, it would be like, wow. But I think it's it's that little added element of like that. It's not just he was like cut off. It was like he was in contact with your brother. I think just makes it. It's an interesting twist. But that you know, makes you wonder what what was going on in his mind. Yeah, yeah. or either their minds or not, or I don't know because I don't also don't know. It's like even now, how often do you talk to your dad? Like, what's your sort of routine? Do you text him every now and then? Do you call him every couple months? Is is it like? I mean he's somebody who like we can easily go two months without talking right not in a malicious way of course it's just like it'll just be like right yeah two months of love yeah like my mom is like i dream about you guys every night (laughs) and like because i'm a psychiatrist i'm not going to text you every day because i know that's not healthy and i have healthy boundaries but she's (laughs) just you know she's like mother earth she's like Right. My kids are everything. Yeah. Yeah. And my dad is not like mm-hmm. that. He's just, right. he's like, oh shit, it's been six months. Like I meant to call you and right. sorry, you know, he's aware he'll, he'll be apologetic. Like right. I said, I was going to call you and I didn't and I, I'm really sorry. And right. You know, his parenting style is very different, very right. hands off. But I know, I mean, I know that he, I know that he but, loves all three of us. Right. I think that that was a really terrible time in his life. I think he's probably very embarrassed of it. Yeah. So I don't know if he could even articulate mm. necessarily why he never. Yeah. I mean, I could ask him. But then you're having two people who right. hate talking about their feelings trying to talk about their feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like a game of chicken and you're both like, we're out. I don't want to do this. Right. Well, yeah. like it, we've we've borderline gone there. But then it's just like, oh, like, what? this is not going to be worth it. Right. Yeah. This is not. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I mean. I mean, I think it. Would I don't know, cause be. I, cause I know other people who have had, you know, whatever shitty scenarios with their parents, and it's like there's no way that their parent is not reaching out to them. It doesn't matter what they say or do. Right. Like I've, I know people who it's like, you know, the 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 child has literally like stolen their car, drained their bank account, right. like been on heroin, had four kids and and mom and dad are like trying trying to get a hold of them, trying to right. So in a way like that's what that's the shitty thing about my ghosting story is like I was never a bad kid. Like I was just always a good kid. Yeah. Well, I think it clearly didn't have anything to do with you. And I think, like, I went through a period of my, when I was in my early 20s, where I didn't speak to my mother for six months, and my parents were together. 
So it was like a heart. It was like whatever. But I do think that, that this is like a very extreme case. But I think that part of growing up too is like realizing that your parents are not that they're people. the people that you want them to be. Right. I and always, they're the people yeah. that they are. And yeah, so they're it's human like, beings. And, and I, and I, and I, like, I can only imagine a midlife crisis, which right. is exactly what that was. Um, but yeah, to your like point, like he handled it poorly. He handled it so poorly. Like I he mean, couldn't- as bad as you could handle that. <laughs> yes, but I think it's also yeah. He was. It's just, it, I mean, obviously, I know zero about your father, but he he just seems like somebody who was never really in touch with his feelings and his desires and and everything. And so I think he would just sort of like. And now this is what's happening. And now this is what's happening. And I guess they're mad at me. So I guess I'm just not going to talk to them, which is like so immature. So and immature. Obviously you should be like, I'm an adult and their father and they're 19 and 22. Like and they I need should, me. Yeah. And I should be the one to be the bigger person. But he just wasn't. And right. that's always disappointing. And that's always like a really tough part about growing up is when your parents like disappoint you that deeply. Yeah. So I'm sorry that that happened. That sucks. It's bullshit. It's there's not much to say about it other than well no i mean the silver lining is like we talk and we have a relationship right. and he's right. in my life and i accept him you know i accept him for who he is and i'm able to have a relationship with him anyways right i mean that's the great thing is that like you i'm not trying to change him no i mean yeah well you can't no you can't, but but there's something about it that feels, it reminds me, it does remind me of what I think a lot of women, because I'm assuming you all started this, this podcast, obviously you're both women and we're all in New York City, right? And ghosting happens all the fucking time right. because... You're like, oh, there's people everywhere. Right, like, right. I don't have to give a shit about yeah, anyone. Yeah, people are like, you know, disposable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are disposable because they're, they're everywhere. So, but I think in New York, you, you come here to sort of like prove that you're worth something to yourself and to the people mm-hmm. that you meet. And ideally you're like, you want to be like, I'm special and I'm cool. And it's frustrating if you're a person who's like, I'm special and I'm cool and this person made me feel disposable. Exactly, yeah. That's what is so shitty about ghosting. It's one thing if you're like, oh, I was a total asshole (laughs) and (laughs) yes, you should have ghosted me. Yes, yeah, I should have been ghosted Mm -hmm. and you're right. Or if it's just like, we went out once and you didn't like me. Right, so fine. So fine, but when you're like, I'm cool and I made it so easy for you and you ghosted me anyways. Right. And it's right. And then exactly like we said though, that's how I feel about my dad. Like I, when I think about it, I'm like, no, he's just a guy who stopped calling me for no reason. But then you have a perspective when it's dating too, because you're like that had nothing to do with you because it obviously didn't. And that's a hard though. I think thing to really, even if you can cognitively like tell yourself it to really fully emotionally internalize that, like the idea of it's not you, it's them because it's hard, especially when you're a person, you know, we're sitting here as people who would not behave that way. And so it's hard to believe that someone else would behave that way and not have the same 
we are only us, so we cannot put ourselves in the shoes of others who don't have like the, I don't even say, I mean, it's not moral compass. It's not, but just like different emotional fucking capacities and different Mm -hmm. self-esteem and different levels of, you know, maturity to understand. So we project on them the only thing that, which we know, which is if I behave that way, I would feel shitty about it Mm -hmm. and I would know, understand what I was doing. Mm -hmm. But we can't think that way because right. they don't they're living a different fucking mm-hmm. psychological, emotional life than us. So they don't even they're not thinking about it that way. Am I making sense? No, it's 420 and very high. But do you know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's like we can't we're, yes. we're putting our values and our emotional abilities on them and they're not working with the same like deck of cards. Like it's just totally different. But it's hard for then you to convince yourself and live in that reality of like you can't change other people. It is what it is. It has nothing to do with me. Right. Because so that's a hard thing to really internalize. Oh, totally. And I feel like it's very like. That's easier to do with dating. But when it's like your parent, it's really hard to be like, this isn't personal. It's like, well, I'm I'm just like one of your offspring right, right. <laughs> but no, you know but i really had to be like i had to yeah. be like this is not about me right of course it's not there's no way it's about me because of course not. not to toot my own horn but like even my dad now is like he said oh you know i have friends who complain about their daughters and it's they were like oh you know when they were teenagers they were so difficult or when they were little they were or even now that they're like in their 30s like my yeah. girls are so difficult and my dad's like I don't relate to that at all. Like mm-hmm. my girls never gave me any, and we didn't, right, we, right. we were right. ideal. So that's what is like maddening as a woman. I think whether it's your dad being yeah. like, you're really great. And I treated you like shit or mm-hmm. like <laughs> you're yeah. dating a guy and he's just like, yeah, you're really wonderful. And yeah. they treat you like y- you could be anybody. You're, that's, right. that's what makes you crazy. You're like, do you know how many crazy people there are out there and I'm not? Right. And then like the reward is you right. could be anybody. Right. Right. You, you're whatever. Right. But that, right. But it's like, it goes back to that thing. You that have we to can, remind yourself it's t- not And about we you. can tell ourselves a million times a million different ways that it had the way people treat you has not like, People treating you shitty has nothing to do with you. Do you guys want me to get out my my notes doc of all the mantras I have in, <laughs> in situations tr- like it's this? Tr- but it's like I'm very about to get my mantras out right now. And I think it's hard. Yeah. But you, I mean, that's amazing that you knew that when you were 19. Because I don't feel like well, I knew that. Well, I don't, I think, you know, you know, my sister was very protective. What does she do now? And was very mama bear. And she was just, you know. Is she available for like She, she was like, or like how does it work? well, my mom's a psychiatrist and then I have an older sister. So between the two of them, they're just, you know, they yeah. they definitely pump me through f- full of a lot of positive. That's awesome. F- positive uh, female empowerment sort of things where they're like, yeah. hey, you're great. Don't let other people tell you otherwise. But, but yeah, but you know, obviously like we all have to remind ourselves that because as human beings, we, 
even though there's like a hundred examples of that, of like, you're great and everything's great and things are cool. We just fixate on the one example of like, no, this is why I'm not great. Or this is why things are shitty. Right. Like why? And that's just the default of being human is like, of course, here's, here's the one example out of 10. Right. That's what I'm going to focus on. So now I'm going to read the mantras that uh, shout out to Selena Kopic. She sent me when I. Uh, I'm sorry. Was this supposed breakup? to be a comedic? This no, is supposed this to be comedic, wasn't be, it? This is supposed to be. Can you bring me back for like other feeling? things? <laughs> you this is a, no. whatever emotions you're because feeling. Because I, y- I wish I had. Uh, honestly, I really wish. Um, you don't wish that you had a ghosted story. Though. No. Like, I would rather be. a fucking powerful story. <laughs> I, I can't be believe I never knew this. But uh, I mean. That's uh, but so that he is back dude. in your life now because I was like, how did I not know that like your father was not currently in your life? But I never. Well, I guess knew we didn't that, really know each other. That, that, break, been, yeah. that was nineteen Those, to twenty-four, and I think I met you. That was probably right. Like I probably met you right, like you know, not too long after you guys mm-hmm. had reconnected. Probably mm-hmm. right. Yes. Ah, Tanuki's back to some shit. Okay, Meg, I'm gonna read you these mantras, courtesy of Selena Copic. Ready? When someone who doesn't love and respects you walks out of your life. Thank them. Thank I'll, you. I'll put some bad music under here. I'm making healthy choices and I have my own back. That's Actually, I'm not because I just had a bag of. But back then you were. Back then you were. Right. Here, be gentle with your sweet self. You my can't control sweet, other people. That mm-hmm. might have been mine. Oh, this is going to let go of the storyline. Don't catastrophize. Mm-hmm. Just let it be. Mm. Mm-hmm. What, I'm sorry that Tanuki is making love to your arm what's he doing don't push him out of the way um all right meg this was like such an emo- like i you don't i mean i love this so You're much like, oh meg my friend meg's coming over she's gonna wear a cat sweater it's gonna be funny <laughs> no I it was very good one for yeah. Sh- yeah sharing such a personal story and like that was so i mean that took me on an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not that high anymore. <laughs> you killed her, but, but I might be kind of drunk. Um, Meg, thank you so much for coming out. What we're on your Twitter is at. I'm never on Twitter. Oh, Don't even like bother. Can find you Where then? can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at mega deep mega yeah. mega uh, underscore, underscore deep. I'll put. <laughs> we'll put that. We'll put that. Uh, you can click on the info here. Yeah. Um, well, you're the best person ever. Thanks for wearing a cat sweatshirt for me. And we will see you guys next week. Boo. Boo.